What's up, procrastinators? Uh, this that's, is... That's the line. Is, it is the line. <laughs> I know how to do this. I see over yeah. the years I've become... I've become professional at this. I feel like I've hit... I've hit a level I'm very proud of. Uh, what up, procrastinators? Uh, we are here for Low Raw Decks. A completely what, what a new podcast. Completely new podcast. Brand new. Absolutely unrelated it's... to any previous podcast, I'll tell you that much. Totally different. If you've never heard a podcast of ours before, you're missing nothing. And to be fair, <laughs> if you don't listen to this podcast, you're also missing absolutely nothing. <laughs> Someone tweeted me, uh, complain, uh, say, well, not complaining, expressing a concern that uh, Doctor Who was not going to be the same without us doing a stupid podcast about it. And to them, I say, it'll be better. It'll be better. You'll enjoy it more. Uh, you don't yeah, need us. Also, we absolutely will be. Doing we absolutely it, will. Yeah, podcast. we'll we'll, um, we'll just do it after the first half hour of the podcast when uh, my mind just stops listening. Uh, hey, Bob. <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> Actually, on that note, I watched two <laughs> Pixar Disney Pixar films. Oh, which ones? This past week. Uh, yeah, I like that little sigh. It's like, ah, oh, fuck. No, no, no. We're off topic immediately. immediately. We're talking about Disney this shit. This podcast is starting exactly as I hope it will continue. Go on. <laughs> I've not seen. I've not seen Elemental. I've not seen that. Ah, one yet. Elemental was one of them. Yeah. What was the other one? Uh, Turning Red, which I haven't seen yet. That one I remember liking. Yeah, I, liked, I really yeah. liked Turning Red. Turning Red was very good. Hmm. Uh, Elemental, I turned off after 20 minutes because it was getting on my nerves. <laughs> I went, no, this is no, thank you, no, thank you. <laughs> your your lead character you, is annoying me. I'm going to stop now. It's just I, I looked up what the guy did, and it was like he also did directed the Good Dinosaur. I'm like, mm-hmm, I see that. I see. I'm I liked the Good Dinosaur, which is a controversial that- take. Well, you're going to like this film because not only did the good dinosaur have three moments of peril because of running water, mm. so does this film. Might be some uh, stuff for the writer-director to uh, to analyse there. I think, yeah, he's, of, that dude's uh, afraid trauma. of water. Mm. That is some definite water phobia going on there. <laughs> yeah. Um, Aquaphobia. Yeah. Really it was just My favourite 90s dance hit. Say again, sorry? Aquaphobia. Was there a game called Aquaphobia? There was a game called Hydrophobia. Hydrophobia. With like that really really realistic water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I remember that being a big deal. I don't remember playing it. I don't think I played it, but. uh, I played it. It's like a kind of your uncharted y sort of thing. Yeah, the water physics are like legitimately have been not beaten to this day. It's short. It's it's almost experimental, basically. Mm. It's kind of like a few hours. (laughs) A short experimental game doesn't sound like my kind of thing at all. You know, yeah, I like, yeah, well, I like I... big RPGs with uh, graphics and stuff. Graphics? Yeah. In this economy? I know. There's... I... Sorry about that. By the way, if you're hearing noises in the background, it's because it's fucking fireworks night tonight. It is. That noise there, if you heard that one, there's we lots are... of big fireworks going off. We are We're going to spend this podcast remembering Guy Fawkes and the fact that in this country... You shouldn't rise up against Parliament. Is that what that's for? What's the? I don't, is that the? Is that the lesson we're all meant to internalise as children? Do you find it weird that yeah. like we really like in November? There's two things we celebrate. It's respect for it, apart from the wait. When's your birthday? Uh, Tuesday. Oh shit! Yeah, I've got you. Anything. Where's my present? Where's my fucking you a, present? Uh, the president was telling you you should watch Godzilla 1954 because it's a fucking cracking film. It's a, it, it is both a cracking film and probably at some point I imagine a cracking film. Um, yes. Yes. Definitely. 
That's probably uh, the best joke I'm going to do on the podcast, everyone. We got it out of the way. Nice I like it. Quick. Yeah, no, yeah I like get that, that done. Yeah. It's, 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 well, I only took three reboots before we got a... Uh... <laughs> it's, it's, it's nearly feeling like a podcast. <laughs> Good stuff. Um, no, it's November. We celebrate two things in this country. Yeah. Uh, on the 11th, we go, hey, we should remember our veterans because they went through some shit. And on yep. the 5th, it's like random flashes and bangs night. It, it and I always found that that's a bit of a kind of weird it's like hey some people go through some shit and then they get like you know these things really upset them anyway a week before watch (laughs) out we're gonna make it sound like war I yeah when you say it like that it does sound a bit silly Um, yeah yeah I don't I never I never I've always disliked fireworks like I don't mind like a professional display oh yeah it can't be it professional display yeah but like when it's just like you in your garden and you yeah. watch like one tiny with f- with five sparklers for six people that's my main memory yeah. of child is there never <laughs> being enough bloody sparklers however many people there were there was too few sparklers no i love it i do i not to not to jump immediately on this but like man disney like the Disney theme parks, the light, the uh, the fireworks yeah. and the lights that they do there, absolutely incredible. Like I have been to one of those. It was yeah, yeah. legitimately absolutely a beautiful, stunning thing. Yeah, and I, yeah, 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 that's fine. Like that is a a, a very specific <clears throat> thing. Once in that area, just random bangs throughout the whole fucking month. Just uh, just so fucking irritating. Especially when you got I got anxious yeah. animals, mate. Yeah, I got anxious. I got a dog on anxiety medication. More stronger anxiety medication than me. And I can mm. barely leave the house. Going on a dog walk. <laughs> It's a difficult thing. Go on a dog walk when there's fucking a chance that something should just suddenly go bang in the yeah. sky. Yeah. It's an unpleasant time. Yeah. It's, I always feel really bad for pets tonight. Like, it's always... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've got a lot of them to feel bad for. It's, uh... You're surrounded. You are very much the Dr. Doolittle of podcasting and uh, YouTube. I yeah, think of you that I, way. I definitely am Eddie Murphy of this podcast. I was thinking of you more I was thinking of you more as a Robert Downey Jr. type, but uh Robert Downey Jr. was Dr. Doolittle? Didn't he do a uh, not very good Doolittle film that came out recently? I'm sure I'm not unless I'm imagining that. I might be I might be imagining that. (laughs) You might be it was was it called Iron Man? I think it was called uh, I think it was Iron Man Talks to the Animals. Oh okay yeah. Yeah it was a actually have you seen the Echo trailer? Oh, I've not seen that yet. No, oh, is that? Yeah, I oh. do like a bit of street level marvelness. I must say, yes. I do like a bit of street level marvel. So, uh, slight spoiler warning for that trailer, because <laughs> um, I sat down to watch it and I was like, I'm excited for Echo because I too I liked Hawkeye, I like Daredevil, I like yep. the ground shit. You know, my complaints of Spider Man is he's not helping cats out of trees. Um, that trailer's fucking brutal, man. Okay, it's it's TVMA. They ain't fucking on. This is oh this really? They're not. This is not. This is not your 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 friendlier Marvel fan. No. This is proper kind of no. Hardcore. In that trailer, people get beaten to death and like shot in the head. I'm like, oh, here we go. Mm. This is good. Get Only for big, 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 important people to watch. You can't. This isn't comic books for kids. No, sorry. I'm on point seeing yeah. that then. I, is good. it is it Kingpin as well, or is Kingpin? Yes, very much. He's very central part of the trailer. Oh, I do like I do like a bit of Vinny D'Onofrio. It's fair to say, yeah. I do enjoy. I'm, I'm hyped for that. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm miles behind on Marvel stuff, but I am genuinely 
I quite enjoyed I watched um Wealth by Night in Colour last a couple of weeks ago. Oh. That's that was oh. surprisingly fun. I I like I liked I loved the original. But yeah. I liked it. But yeah, they've done like a it's like a almost like a seventies colorized version. Uh, so it looks almost that's like a like a hammer horror kind of thing. Oh, that's really good. And uh, on, the, on, the, shit. on yeah. the note of recolouring and things Disney related, because it's always good to talk about these in the first ten minutes of the podcast. Yeah, hi Bob. Sorry, sorry Bob. The, uh, <laughs> uh, they're re they've recolored the first episode of Doctor Who. Okay. They've Doctor Who, the Dalek, whatever the fuck, the first bit, it's all up in the air. Not on Quiet Child where it's all cavemen hitting each other, but like the Dalek bit. They've taken the, the whole Dalek serial, they've yeah. re-edited all seven parts down to just 75 minutes, and they've colourised it. And that's going to go up on the 23rd of November, the anniversary of Doctor I'll Who. I'll watch that. That's intriguing. That's yeah. intri- like The idea of the re-edit as well is an interesting... Yeah, because Doctor thing. Who is kind of hard to get into because it's it's yeah. as of November. It all of classic Doctor Who is now available on the old BBC iPlayer. Yep. Uh, if you're in the UK, it's literally all but on their feed. It's not like yeah. If you're if you're a kid who, or even frankly, if you're someone like from our generation who came in with Billy Piper, it's it's mm. a lot to go back to those older Doctor Who's. They're not all. Yeah. It's quite a lot of work involved, isn't there? Like it's a, it's definitely you have to go in willing. Yeah, um, it, I mean, and also the first episode is technically not there because there's like a debate thing going on with the guy who owns maybe the right. Is isn't he? Thing. Isn't the guy who owns the rights like a bit of a? Yes, he's yeah. yes, he's a he's a bit of a notch. He's a bit of an awful boy. Bit of a uh, bit is... of a notch. Oh, it's fun <laughs> to hear language evolve. Bit of a notch. <laughs> And hey, you say that? I was enjoyed today because I heard fucking Tuvix as a verb. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's, you know, it's anniversary. We're close to New Doctor Who. 20 days until the next episode. I'm excited. I like, can't wait. Cannot wait. Um, I, uh, yeah. I've, I've not been this excited about David Tennant since I accidentally crossed him in the street a couple of times. Can't wait. Yeah, but you didn't walk past him. You actually like insulted him. You crossed him in the street. I crossed him. We were enemies. Him, yeah. Back no. in Mike's mugging days. Did I, have I said that on the show that I used to live next to David Tennant? I can't remember if yeah. I said that on the show. You've I, also I, gone through Big Bithel, your your violent uh, London upbringing. <laughs> My violent London upbringing. Yeah. Uh, uh, Big Biff. Remember? I remember Big Biff. I don't remember Big Biff. That's 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 fiction. That's fiction. Not fiction. It's you not know, fiction. Good no, that's, that's, that's you know you don't get big fiction. Bit. Yes, boss. Yes, boss. It's yeah. fiction. Yes. Yeah. See, <laughs> <laughs> it's good to be back on the show. This new show. It's good to be never back. No before. new show. We've never been new back. Show. This is brand new. It's our first time new meeting. Vibe. Yeah. It's our first time meeting. Oh, I'll tell you what, shit! I watched the Barbie movie as well this week. How is that? I've not seen that one yet. <clears throat> Fucking incredible. Yeah, I've heard that from literally everyone. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of shooty Gatwa in that film, which I really enjoyed. Mm. There's a yeah. lot of it's a it's a film that like, I mean, I've never been more represented than I ha- like. There's a character called Alan. When you watch it, just look out for a character called Alan, and I've <laughs> never been more represented in fiction or okay. any film. Is that the Michael Sarah character? character? Yes, that's the Michael Sarah character. If I had that to guess my... who... I don't know if the names of the characters I've not seen the film, but if I had to guess who Dad would most associate with the movie, it's Michael Sarah in literally every film except that one where he plays an arsehole. 
Um, I mean, he's an arsehole in all of them, but I am a little bit of an arsehole. <laughs> he's your kind of arsehole, though. He's a... Yeah. Yeah. No, he's what's, the one, what's the one where he's the arsehole gambler? It's um, it's an Aaron Sorkin movie. Say again? Scott Pilgrim. He's an arsehole in Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> I can't remember what the film on, is called. Let me just look left at my Scott Pilgrim versus the World sign poster. <laughs> you excited for the... Yeah, they've done a Netflix anime, haven't they, that... Oh, yeah, they have. I'm literally going to have to get Netflix back to watch that fucking thing. Mm. Oh, it's, it's got the whole original cast. Okay. The, the the entire cast from the film is returning. The entire cast. Like, the entire cast, right? I just want to point okay. out again, the enti- do you know how hard it is to get that level of cast together? Because when Scott Pilgrim first came out, a lot of those people weren't as famous as they are yes. now. Yeah, a lot of people like, have broken s- out. So, yeah. Like, you know, Brie Larson, Chris Evans. <laughs> Jesus, I can't even, there's going to be so many where I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. This, yeah this person. It'll be nice, actually, because Netflix, I mean, Netflix is largely now um, biographical documentaries made by the people in the biographical documentary. That's the main genre I watch on Netflix now. That was the Beckham yeah. one. There's a Schwarzenegger one. There's a Harry and Meghan one. Um, it's that, and um, oh shit, it's uh, it's still the actor's strike, so people can't promote their stuff. But a buddy of mine is in a very good horror-y show that's very good. <laughs> that's good. Um, can't say any more about that. Um, but yeah. Netflix, yeah. all right. I've, I haven't had Netflix for fucking ages. Like, that I just sort and, of I, I was I'd like, say ah. that and Prime, but mainly Prime for because um, I'm really into the boys' stuff. Uh, so, I have returned to Prime to watch The Boys, Invincible, and to be honest, I haven't watched any of those because I've been watching the brand new Takeshi's Castle, which is genuinely fucking incredible. I uh, I I I need to get into that. I've been watching uh, Gen V, um, yes, which is very good, and um, yeah. the Continental Show, which. Has it been long enough since I worked on John Wick for me to give my full opinion of that? Probably not. <laughs> It's a show. It's a show. It's a, I don't it's move a on. show. Yeah, yeah. It's a sh- the ba- the ballet the ballerina. The, that one looks pretty good from what I've mm. or what I've been hearing about. That looks pretty good. Yeah, you see, yeah. John Wick Universe is great. I've still seen the fourth one. That's on Prime. I should watch. Oh, that. fourth the fourth John Wick film is genuinely excellent. Um, yeah, I had a great time watching that. See, not least because there's like John ten Wick minutes in it where they do John Wick hex, it? and it's just a lot of fun to watch. <laughs> um, <laughs> It's like, oh, yeah, you walk kind of weird zigzags and like really shit killing you really fast. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. You're a horrible friend. You're a horrible friend. I'm not a horrible friend. I really fucking like that game. Fuck you. I do too. I'm really proud of John Wick. I, I really had a good time on that. I'm less yeah. proud of the making of feature on this on John Wick 3. They did like a promo feature for the game and their, mm-hmm. their, their thought on the best way to promote the game was to do a video about me doing stuntman training and it's just I me have... with like a bright Wait. red face. Is um, that on the Blu-ray? It probably is. Mike, I, know I need to go watch something after this. <laughs> I know it's on the Apple TV one because it's, um, it's like when you go into special features on John Wick 3 on the on Apple TV, it, the, the thumbnail is my bloated, sweaty <laughs> face. And it's it's like, I have like, it's just a horrible shock reaction. 
my team has turned that into a uh, emoji which they regularly use when they don't like my direction on something it's great fun good stuff good stuff good good stuff oh that's delightful it is delightful it's good that's so funny i gotta watch that oh my you god should. i want to see you do stuntman things i'm so bad at it i um yeah I just, you... it's the most <laughs> embarrassing morning of my life the, the team were amazing had lovely chats with them learned a lot from them talked about the game with them it was amazing the filming that was was lovely except for all the bits where i had to pretend to punch a man because i sucked <laughs> They suck so bad. Um, yeah. It was fun. It was fun. It was honestly like just talking to those guys. Stunt, stunt guys are really fascinating to hang out with. It's, it's a very, they're a very different breed of person. Yeah. Yeah. You, it's it's fine just to say that they're insane, Mike. Like we we all we all know. No, that no, that's are. the thing. They're not insane. They're dancers. You know what I mean? They're just incredibly precise. Dancers inside. There's the a real like, kind oh, of. Stand. They're yeah. athletes mixed with dancers, mixed with actors. It's fascinating conversations. And also, yeah, I'm a wrestling obviously. fan, man. Come on. Yeah, no, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I watch that shit weekly. Yeah. I watch people punching each other and falling out. Do you know who's a, <laughs> Here's a thing that might surprise you. Welcome to our podcast the... about Godzilla and Lower Decks, everyone. Thank you. We'll Sorry, get there. Back. We'll get there. We'll get there. Right. Go on. Here's a thing that might surprise you. <laughs> Tell me. You know how. There's a thing where YouTubers are boxers now, right? But they're not very yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Um, from my more popular podcast, Alana was in the did, did the boxing. She was in training for oh. months. Yeah. She fucking hell. Yeah, she's a bit scary, actually. Yeah, no. I'm she's terrible. I mean, she's terrifying <laughs> normally, but she bulked up. It was absolutely intimidating. Well, yeah, you know that's the whole thing, right? One yeah. of one of the YouTube I hasten I hasten I hate to use the word. Uh, personalities uh is a legitimately fucking excellent wrestler and it annoys me oh it's the is it one of the pools it's one of the pools it's logan it? paul he is, is he the is he the dead people in a forest or is he the awful crypto <laughs> guy or is he the shit drink or is he all I three think, i think he's shit drink and dead people in the forest oh, okay yeah oh, okay yeah, but he's like it's one of the like he's on WWE, so I only ever see clips of him because I don't watch. I don't have any of the subscriptions or anything. Yeah, mostly because they do shows in Saudi Arabia, which I'm like, nah, I don't want to pay money for that. Um, mm. <laughs> I'm fine. Uh, but like you see clips of him, I'm like, oh, I hate admitting how good of a wrestler you are. <laughs> hey, if he's good, then like, he's good, right? He's like... he's a prick, but he's a fucking good wrestler. And I'm like, oh. is he a face yes, or a heel? Like, uh, I don't know. I, I only again. I only still see clips. I think he's a face. Oh really? Okay. I, I think he's. Can we all just be proud of me for knowing the terminology? By the way, that's a lot yeah, that's happened on the is. course of the podcast. Carry on. I mean, wrestling only has like three bits of terminology outside of moves. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't want to mess with the the kayfabe here. Okay. Look, well done. Look is. at that. It's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I, yeah. I, you know, talent's talent. Like he's he he's definitely an arsehole as well. But yeah, I guess. <laughs> but there's some wrestlers that definitely. Oh, there's, I'll tell you the tale of CM Punk uh, <laughs> another time. I've watched this. Uh, uh, I Patch Wolf who does those long. Oh, uh, yeah, we talked about this. He's yeah, good. yeah, yeah. It's the... fun watching yeah. those. Did you put me onto those? You may well have been the person who told me to watch those in the I first think place. You put me onto them because I put you onto something else. I can't remember. I, Yours, oh, wait, yeah, that would have been one. My mate Daz is into wrestling as well. I've got two wrestling nerd mates. 
I know it would have been Daz then that got me onto that. I tried. I, I, it's a one in one out policy, but I've allowed to. I'm not having any more wrestling fan mates. Um, no. You should. We should. We should do a wrestling podcast every week. Like we're catching up on all of the. I don't have the time in the fucking week for it. I, I, there's some of like, like I'm like I watch AEW. I watch. I tell like, you what, when the bomb Dynamite falls out, Walker, when the bomb falls out of the current Paramount, let's make every Star Trek show ever kind of situation. <laughs> we'll we'll go do a wrestling show once there's when there's not Star new Star Trek every day of the week. Which yeah. is a golden age and this may a, may continue forever, age, but it? yeah. Oh man, like if yeah. you've gone to like fifteen year old Mike and been like, there is going to be like a bunch of Star Trek shows. You're going to like think some of them are a bit mediocre, but there's going to be some gold as well. I would it would blow my mind. It's amazing. Yeah, I would have been like, what? Is time travel in the future? <laughs> no, no, no. Actually, there's not. Well, there is because I'm here. Oh, it would have confused oh. me. Yeah, I would have asked all the wrong questions. You would have, yeah, you'd have wasted time on the logistics. I'd have been asking exclusively questions about TV shows and movies. Um, <laughs> oh, I've got, I've got to send you a picture actually, because it's my birthday. Oh. I got some birthday gifts, and one birthday. of them, Kerry got me a the best thing ever. I think it'll, I think I know you well enough to know you'll be impressed by this. You send so, you a wow, that's a big deal, though, Mike. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, we have some weird fucking pictures on our, our fucking thingy. Oh, there you go. Oh, it's coming through. Okay, yeah, now I see that, yeah. I assume you're Absolute, a fan. Yeah. Uh, yes, I've only seen it once. Long time ago. We don't my need to tell people listening what no, we're looking at. No, like, no, I feel not... the need to include them in. Audience, uh, my girlfriend for my birthday got me a, making, a book, The Making of Master and Commander, Far Side of the World, which I have to assume, given that it was not a mega successful movie, is quite a rare book to come by in the modern age. It looks yes. it looks like it's from the era, but I'm very excited to have yes. um, so. it. That's a good fucking... That's got to be like 20 years old, that film now, because in my head, that's like a new film. <laughs> Master and Commander. Master and Commander's got to be... I think Master and Commander's older than that, isn't it? Isn't that like a 90s movie? Or am I just... I know I'm putting no. it in the 90s box, aren't I? Let's have a look. Well, it's Russell Crowe, so he was doing Gladiator at the end of the 90s. This book was originally was... published in 2003, so I'm guessing the movie came out in 2003, so 20 years, yeah. 20, oh, years, 20 years, that's right, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, I yeah. apologise for doubting you. Sorry. Sorry to you and sorry to yeah. the audience. Um, yeah, thank you. We, you know, we accept it, Mike. This is a new podcast, I'll accept your apologies from now on. Yeah, it's a new day, it's a new, a fresh start. It's a new dawn, it's a new day, and I'm feeling good. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Carry on. So, right, what do you think of Godzilla, 1954? I the, thought, I thought it was uh, a really fun movie. I enjoyed that. Yeah. It, it definitely it definitely doesn't feel like a modern film. Definitely no. it's, it's <laughs> a bit slow compared to what you're used to nowadays. 69 years old. <laughs> like, that is not a film. <laughs> Which is uh, wild. Because it's... As it, two well, days ago. Yeah. yeah. Well, it doesn't feel modern. It definitely feels... It's like watching a lot of anyone else who's done this, and I assume... Many have over the years. Someone's parking up on my drive. Sorry, just one second, please. A moment. <laughs> this happens every time. This happens every time we're recording. Oh, no, it's my neighbour. It's a new thing. Um, the, it's a uh... new thing. <laughs> so, it's a new feature. It's a new feature. Who's on Mike's drive? The Dal I love, huh? It's it definitely... about Godzilla. 
it suffers from the fact that every other movie has ripped it off since. There's definitely yeah. lots of moments in anyway where I'm like, like I was surprised by how closely the Hollywood awful Matthew Broderick movie, which I'm sure we'll get to in the future, actually sticks to like the first half of this okay. film. Can I just say you have not seen that film in a while because it does not. It but does like your not. basic setup, the 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 the. the 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 boat, then the fishing village, then the, yeah, I mean, the footprints. Like, there's enough stuff where I was like, I don't, I appreciate it, it drifts immediately after that. But you, but, but like, I was like surprised by that. I mean, the difference is, of course, that in that one, it's like, oh yeah, this is a scientist and zoologist, <laughs> and they got radiation specialist. And Matthew Broderick just likes worms or something. Yes, he's a, he's a wormologist. Worm but that's the joke, isn't it? It's like he's a loser. That that was the that was the very specific four years where every Hollywood protagonist was a loser. Yeah. There was a phase. There was a phase where that was the hero. The hero was a douchebag dweeb. Um, and, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, let's talk about this film, which is much better. But yeah, really good. Um, I, I, the, 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 I think the thing that surprised me most about it was as someone who only ever because i've seen like some of the more recent films i kind of knew it obviously as a cultural thing but i'd never seen this movie before the whole it's a metaphor for hiroshima thing i must admit i always assumed when people said that it was like oh yeah sure buddy yeah yeah no it's definitely like that is like some film studies kind of bullshit like yeah no definitely i bet it is yeah really yeah yeah it's definitely and then you watch it's like oh no they just explicitly say that multiple times in the film it's just This, like they don't quite look down the lens and go it's like hiroshima but i mean there. they d- like, like there's a bit where there's a woman on a train say that she can't deal with this because she she evacuated from hiroshima not that long ago yeah yeah no it's definitely in that in that thing I, hiroshima. I, I never had to pronounce it it's one of them i have no idea um but it's Otherwise. it's how ignorant of both of us um but mm. yeah no, i think i think there's a um I was surprised by that. I, I didn't think it was as directly kind of... I, th- I was expecting a dumber movie, I guess. Yeah. Oh, like, that'll happen. Don't worry. Like, you'll... <laughs> you'll... <laughs> well, that's a, I think that's the thing, is I think I've seen clips from later films. And then the yeah. other thing that was just incredible was the sound design. Especially yeah. when you think about, like, the, the fact that this kind of predates the concept of sound design. You know, the yeah. kind of... Uh, <laughs> The kind of the 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 the, the walking, the thunder, the dun 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 of the walk, the that opening credits where it is just the noises of the beast. Yeah, like it's just like this is this is good, and then and then the this the again I think because I have in my head Godzilla looks like Power Rangers because like, I've seen yeah. later stuff, but like the beauty of how that stuff's shot, how how in you know in darkness with like the light reflect, like it's really beautifully carefully staged to try and not look like a bloke in a suit and yeah. they they do actually manage to make like a an ominous scary thing um it's a really good film that completely i'm assuming will degrade now as pop culture eats it alive over the covering rest of the podcast but i was like yeah though no, this is this I'm is really gonna good to say gone. now yeah that that's not true okay because godzilla has a Doctor Who like quality where it can regenerate, reset, start again. Oh, okay. and the first film in kind of each go tends to be this film. They oh, tend okay. to do this film where they go, actually, it's a kind of a bit more serious, and then it goes batshit. Right. It's like 
it tends to go like Fast and Furious 1, Fast and Furious 2, Fast and Furious 7, <laughs> and then Fast and Furious a million, and that's kind of what Godzilla's on, and then it resets. Uh, that's kind of the, the speed it sort of... I thought, yeah, I was, I was, I was watching it, and I, the thought did occur to me of like, I thought the Gareth Edwards, Gareth, Gareth Evans, I can never remember which one it is, but that one, um, yeah. I thought that was like a gritty, interesting reimagining. No, it's a, a really straightforward yes. remake. <laughs> Like yes. it's a really it's well done, but it's not it's tonally exactly like alike in the way yes. the monsters reveal and stuff. There's definitely like I was like, okay, that's less of a like a an innovative deconstruction of the original and more of a let's do this and do it seriously. And there's there's beauty in that as well, but like I was I was surprised by how mature the film was. Um I also the yeah. thing I really loved, the two things I loved kind of in a nerdy, ironic way. One was what's it called? The Oxygen Destroyer. Oxygen Destroyer, yeah. Because I sent you a screenshot, which is the line I really hoped that my Oxygen Destroyer would help human human society. <laughs> How, buddy? Like that's not gonna. <laughs> that seems like anyway. So that the other thing is, I'm as I'm someone who's like a bit of a paleontology nerd. I love that they keep referring to the Jurassic as two million years ago. Yes, um, isn't it amazing? Because 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 presumably that was the assumption at the time, and that and when yeah. he's doing the slides, there's some really famous like historically important paleo art that he's showing as well, which is lovely. Yeah. But the fact that that's something that has changed in our lifetimes as well, yeah. which I get a kick out, but it's now 66 rather than 65, yeah. which it was when we were kids, and I had to like check that. I saw it. I I, I kept seeing 66 million in different places, and I was like. Have I, have I, is this like the first Mandela effect I'm experiencing here? I swear it used to be 65. And the fact that we... It's all advertising for Jurassic Park, isn't it? That's, the, that's, that's, what that's, that's where I verified it. Because I was like, I remember yeah. on the Jurassic Park poster, 65 yeah. million years in the making. And it's, yeah. But it's the science has moved on. And, and you know, they've gotten, they've gotten a better estimation. But I love that. Yeah. That was really cool. Because that, that puts it in the context of I'm watching a film from several generations before I was born. That's really cool. Yes. Um so yeah, yeah, that was my it, thoughts. It, what are your thoughts watching it? Because you've seen it before, right? This is something you've gone back to a few times. Yeah, yeah, I've seen this a bunch of times. This is, this is I, I think, one of those like movie classics that holds up. It really does. And you can see why it captured the imagination the way it did. Mm. Not just because uh, it's a big fucking lizard kicking a city over, but because it is about a nation that's mourning. Yeah. And it's a nation that's kind of lost after these fucking atrocities have happened. And they're like, how do we process this as a nation? Like, it's still yeah. fucking raw. And, and they you see went, that in the kind of, you see that in a lot of the relationships as well. The the father-in-law yeah. and the son and their differing kind of views on this. The the paleontologist who really wants to, like, do science, but yeah, he's surrounded by all this stuff. The discussions of the Germans, like, there's so much stuff in there that you're like, damn, this is... Because it, it was only a few years, right? It was This was really fresh. Yeah, this is 54, so yeah, very fresh. Yeah. Um, yeah, But that's why, yeah, you get characters that are still talking about, you know, oh, yeah, no, I evacuated, and it's, you know, I remember evacuating from Hiroshima. I'm like, Jesus, but you're young. Yeah. <laughs> that, character, that woman on the train who says that, I'm like, you're just, you're so young to say something like that. But of course, mm. this film's just, it just, oh, it's a, yeah. It's a belter, mate. I, I really love impressed. the slow reveal. The, the, the reveal of Godzilla, I, I think, is legitimately one of the best monster reveals of all time. 
Mm. Because it's not scary, silent, scary, silent, scary, silence. Oh, it's a big monster! But doing a big roar! Which mm. it would be like nowadays if you let it go. It's heavy footstep, heavy footstep. Heavy footstep, and I was like, "Oh, what the fuck's that?" There's loads of people screaming. It's like this film has like a million extras, right? I've yeah. never seen so. It's like a very you can tell it's an old film because there's literally a million extras. Yeah, they went hundred percent all... went into a village and just said, "Everyone, you're in a film." And, yeah, you know, like yeah, there was there were no permits, or it was yeah. not that era. It's oh, not no era, permits, yeah, no it contracts. Was... It's just you know, run over there and scream, please. Yeah, screw about Godzilla. And it, it just adds that panic. Yeah. It really captures that sort of everyone's panicking, but you're not entirely sure why yet. Mm. Which kind of sweeps you up in the panic. Yeah. Because if you've seen the big monster and then you see the panic, you go, oh, I, yeah, I get it. <laughs> but if you just see everyone panicking, you're like, what, 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 what's going on? It's like you, you, your dog starts barking in the middle of the night. You're like, what the fuck? What's going it's, on? Uh, weirdly. <laughs> so I've been, there's a, there's a good. Uh, well, I'm enjoying a book about the history of the uh, the MCU and the production of those movies, and yeah. there's and because I've been reading that, I've I, I started watching the 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 very first ones with like director's commentary, and so I was watching Incredible Hulk, which is a film I don't think I've seen since it came out, with the yeah. director's commentary, and and weirdly they were talking about this exact same thing. <laughs> it's it's funny hearing it, obviously, in a film that maybe will not stand the test of time to quite the same extent that Godzilla did, but like the um. Uh, it didn't even survive how... the extent of the next film. <laughs> well, indeed. Um, but hearing the director of that talk about how Tim Roth was more important than the CGI because it was Tim Roth's reaction to the Hulk that would define yes. it rather than however good the looking CGI was. I, I, it's, I know it's a, a much less impressive example, but it's the same thing you're talking about. It is that kind of... It is that reaction shot with this kind of film, especially if your technology isn't going to hold up, which it never will. Any movie yeah. from any period in time, and people look back at films from now in 20 years, it'll look stupid. It's always the reaction oh. shots. It's always the human. I thing. mean, some films definitely hold up. I mean, you watch Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Park you know, that's the one, the, that's the the one the people stand. always use. There's a couple of shots. And it's, I, it, it pains me to say it, but you watch Jurassic is, Park now, which is the go-to the example. Yeah, you so know. that CG is not... And it's a shame, because g- genuinely Jurassic Park held up for a very long time. But now yeah. you watch it, and there's a few shots with the CG where you're like, ah, no, I can see it now. This looks like an old film. Damn it. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. this is an old... Like, uh, this is an old film. This is a, like, this is this, a very old you know, film. This is a film that's old enough to retire, right? This is... <laughs> but that suit, the, God- the Godzilla suit, like... It's a bit goofy in the face, but that was what just, people thought dinosaurs looked like back then. Yeah, I just wish if you look at paleo, look at camera, it's that yeah. one shot where he looks at the camera and is like, "Oh, <laughs> just like no, <laughs> edit that out, take that one out." Weirdly, the thing that got me, unfortunately, was the feet. The yeah, feet look a bit they rubbery. They're a bit obviously quite, rubbery. Yeah, they um, quite literally land. Uh, with yeah, the, yeah, the but still, it's. It's the artistry with which it's shot. There's there's some of those shots where it's like silhouetted. Are just yeah, the beautiful. split screen stuff. I like don't even know how they did that in 1954. <laughs> like, because you're like, right, you've got the top half is Godzilla, yeah. and then you've got like some miniatures, and then you've got not miniatures, people like running across a train line or something. Yeah, Matt's but baby. the shape of that isn't like, yeah, it's not like a, a really like 
easy shape to do. You know, do, do, especially do, do, you do know how they did it, right? With like a pane of glass and black paint. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's All incredible the, yeah, artistry, old... though. It's amazing. Fucking artistry. love a matte painting. That's the dream. Get a get like an original next generation matte painting on the oh, wall. Dude. Oh, dude. I'm, I'm just just to do the thing that I always do, and it's really annoying. Getting to visit ILM a couple of times and seeing cause they've got all the map paintings from Star Wars like up on the walls, and That's just okay. seeing that like in person. Um, the thing would be the thing you'd be jealous of is they've got the Galaxy Quest spaceship hanging over a staircase. Oh, nice. <laughs> just like it, just like it's a staircase. model kit in someone's house, but it's right there. <laughs> it's amazing. I was like, "That's really cool." Like, yeah, that's that's the actual one. That's the actual Galaxy Quest ship. It's like no way. <laughs> amazing. It should be in a museum. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I stole yeah. it, and now it's in my yeah. living room. Yeah. Yay! Yeah, no, Yay. matte paintings. I I I think still hold up. They really do. You you see them and they look beautiful. That level yeah. of artistry and the the pace at which they were often done, because you know you couldn't you couldn't take a year over it. You know you had to get it done right now immediately. Um, and often they actually shoot it with the mat in person. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, anyway. It's a uh, it's wild. Just, yeah. That and Godzilla uses them so well. Oh yeah. There's so many shots where it's just it's people panicking and that see I, what I really liked about the people panicking bits with Godzilla is Godzilla's always cut out of the frame. It's always mm. kind of just like his lower half or like most of him, like shoulder height, but it's never like the full whack. Which it again seems so much bigger. I thought that that was an innovation of the more recent Godzilla film. I thought, mm-hmm. oh, that's so clever, how and it is clever, and he did a good job. I'm not knocking the film, but like. It's all right there in the area. All the stuff, the I'm a massive like Pacific Rim possibly is in my top five movies. I don't mind admitting Ooh. that. But Pacific like Pacific Rim, all of that stuff, it's pioneered right here at the start. And I think I I never I I I did that thing that people do where I assumed just because it was old, it probably wasn't as good as some of the people who came along later. And it's all right there. They were held back by the technology for sure, but like all of that technique, all of that approach to how do you make something feel really big when it's just a guy in a suit or just a bit of CG, it's all right yeah. there. It's really beautifully done. There's um, yeah. There's, there, there, if this is a good time to be doing a Godzilla uh, podcast because mm. this is like, I mean, they're just like it's the anniversary, so, right? Yeah, he's just turned sixty nine. He turns seventy next year, so they're doing this whole nice. it's his seventieth year sort of thing. Uh, the new Godzilla film, Godzilla Minus One, just hit cinemas in Japan. The trailer for which limited... looks amazing. It looks so good, doesn't it? Um, yeah, there's there's a um, uh, a UK release. It's getting a cinema release in the UK. Uh, a oh, that's from cool. In December, which will be nice. Um, <clears throat> we also have the on the seventeenth the Monarch TV show, which ties into the. Uh, 2016 American Godzilla uh, and the kind of mythos that's getting into that sort of monster verse that they're building mm-hmm. and I and it, it's a good it's a good it's a good time and there was just a Godzilla game came out there's a, game a Godzilla, Godzilla game there's like Godzilla voxel wars or something I think it's called. oh I've not seen that at all uh, presumably like you're destroying it you're destroying everything in little cubes yeah, that's a but smart, like, that's a smart it's a play. strategy game. <laughs> it's a okay. strategy game. It's like an isometric strategy game. 
Oh, came out a few days ago. Yeah, I would have assumed it'd what's be it? like what's the what's the what's the destruction game that's really popular where you kind of we're in like a voxel world running around in first person and you can blow everything tear up. down tear down. I was imagining like tear down, but like at skyscraper scale. Yeah, no, it's not that. Okay, <laughs> it's not that at all. Well, well, reach out. We, reach out, Warner Brothers, if you want. I wouldn't be able to make a teardown game, but if you want me to point you to the people who could, let's do a teardown Godzilla game. That sounds amazing. Um, well, point to me. I've I've always wanted to make a kaiju game. Voxels are hard. Voxels are hard. Yeah, not voxels. I always thought like what you would do yeah, is you do it sort of. Um, you'd set it in a, a. It's a survival horror game where you set it in a city. And Godzilla mm. comes stomping around the city randomly, and you basically have to get out of his way and try and find uh, an escape from the city. And it's all sort of things falling down, and you getting cuts, and you having to heal yourself so you don't get infected, and you know, just survival I, in a big city. I like that. I like that. I I can imagine the facial expression of the American executive you'd be pitching it to be like, "Sorry, <laughs> so you don't play Godzilla in the Godzilla game." <laughs> Well, I think they'll be fine. Did you ever play? I think it was the PlayStation Three had a Godzilla game. Was it maybe even PlayStation Four? No, I think it was PlayStation Three. There was just a game called Godzilla. Yeah. Absolute fuck catastrophe of a game. Uh, they really. I think a lot of them have been. I think a lot of the it's it's yeah. similar to Superman. It's one of those things like it's very hard to get right. I mean, there's a fucking great Superman game on the PlayStation Two, which I can't remember the name of now. The fuck was it called? There's a great Superman game on PS5. It's called Spider-Man 2. <laughs> you like the wingsuit, do you? I do quite like the wingsuit. Um, I, I the love fuck? the wingsuit because I look at the wingsuit and I say this without any insider knowledge of any project in Marvel, but looking at that wingsuit going, that's some good Iron Man R&D. That is some yeah. good Iron Man R&D you're doing right now. I respect it. <laughs> good for the next game, which is Wolverine. Um, well, I think they are. They're, they're not doing the Iron Man. But there's another Iron. There's, I think, is it EA doing an Iron Man game? I know there's an Iron. I know a few people on it. I know there's an Iron yeah, Man there, game. Was like a VR one, wasn't there? There was. I remember they were exhibiting when we were doing John Wick. There's this weird thing when you're when you're releasing a game, especially now as we're like in these kind of you know two three year cycles with our games, like where where you where the games that are coming out within like three or four months of your game. You just see them at every event. And I remember Iron Man VR was one of those for us. And we'd always like say hello to those people because we'd be at the same events every single time, you know. <laughs> um, stealing like, stealing each other's pins largely. That's usually how it works. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, Superman, it was Superman that. Returns. It was the tie-in for Superman Returns. Oh, no way. The, um, yeah. The Brian Singer Superman movie? Is that what that was? Yeah, the one with Brandon Brand Roof. Yeah. Yeah, I his like second Brandon best Roth. comic book movie. What Brandon Roth? Yeah. Also, wait, he's also in Scott Pilgrim, isn't he? That was a joke I was doing, but that's okay. That's yeah, all right. Me and the audience got I got that. Oh, you I got went, wait, what's yeah. that? And I was like, oh wait, yeah. was he? In? Oh my god, wait, Superman he's and Captain America were in that film? It's on Hell of a Super and, and Captain Marvel, as you said. Oh yeah. Yeah, good times. That's a, yeah, that's a, they got everyone. It's a good casting. <laughs> it's good casting on that film. No, right, Superman Returns on the PS2 yeah. was yeah. it was you know one of those games where you're like you're really pushing what a console can do here. 
Mm. And you're pushing it just a bit too far, but like I'm I'm gonna love this game forever. Yeah. So it was basically I had it up there with Spider-Man 2s and it's web swinging as this is how you do a superhero game. Oh wow! Because okay. you are given Metropolis, which is a big old city. Yep. Eighty something miles or forever or something. Uh, you could fly all the way around it, but at Superman speeds. So basically, you could cross it in a few seconds. Right. Um, and you could fly up into space. Okay. And do spaceship. Uh, but also, you were completely indestructible. You took no damage from anything ever. So is it in like the you're, whole game? You're, are you just escort missioning the whole game or something? Yes, kind okay. of. But the thing you're escorting is the city. If the city takes too much damage, you lose. If too many oh, innocent people hard, die, man. you lose. That's a nice Which way I thought was a that. really cool way of doing Superman. That's a nice way of doing um, that. But yeah, that game, is, if you ever look up footage of that, you'll be like, oh, you pushed this too far. <laughs> like, the blur that they have to add to make it look, look just like you're going fast, but like the frames are still going. It's just... Yeah. But it is a... It is a it's very impressive for the time very very impressive that's something i love about games is and i guess it's true of other media but games it feels especially true that like we're always pushing our luck far too far and i think that's something yeah. that like i think triple a's kind of gotten a bit too professional you don't really yes. see the kind of oh you really bit off too much more than you could chew kind of games coming out triple a AAA. they tend to be a bit more careful a bit more deliberate yeah it will bore it. Be perfectly honest. <laughs> well, yeah, but like, I like, I, I, I do love that kind of. Yeah, screw it. We're going to make a Superman game, and it's going to basically require technology that we are not going to have. Uh, so we'll yeah. do our best. You know, I like that. It's similar with um, Jurassic Park Trespass. Trespass. Actually, this often happens with yes. licensed games. I don't know if that's a I, weird quirk yeah. of the I, with licensed games. I wonder if it's because licensed games, interestingly, often have a lot of people who are not games people working on them i wonder if it's something like that because meaning that they wouldn't know what you could and couldn't do and that's often a really useful voice to have it's in a, room a bit to more say, outsider art vibe you get from yeah it. yeah in a weird weird situation where it would you'd assume licensed games would be a bit more conservative but actually um yeah because they they don't know the rules they don't know what you can and can't do and there's nothing like being a developer and, and someone asking you to do something that you think is impossible. And you're like, well, we'll try, though. Let's give it a shot, you know. Yeah. I yeah. think that was definitely of that era, though. And then that died oh, yeah. off very quickly and it became very generic <laughs> platformers. And then they just went away. <laughs> and they just stopped. Well, I'm bringing them back, Dan. I'm bringing them back. You're bringing them back. But I will say, like, the actual tie-ins to movies just yeah. can't really happen anymore. No, it doesn't like, make it doesn't make economic sense. Well, they do exist, but they're on mobile. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. The only place they do exist is occasionally, but that even that's gone. Like, there's mm. not like a brand new. It's just like an update for the fucking Minions game that already exists. I assume instead of a Minions two or three yeah. game, it's just like ah, oh, now with Minions two content. It just doesn't. It doesn't exist in the way it did when when we were kids. They those those games were kind of parent and grandparent bait. Yeah, and that doesn't. Most kids buy games for themselves now, so it's oh, harder. But I fucking tell you what, I fucking tell you what, King Kong game was fucking amazing. The Peter Jackson one. Yeah, yeah. Again, that, that is a game. It goes back to what I'm saying. It's it's it. They did a bunch of stuff that you shouldn't do in a video game, but they went yeah. for it because they didn't know better, and that's that's genuinely exciting. 
and that's that's what the current way of making games doesn't allow as much room for but it's I definitely true that... i'd say it doesn't allow any room for i i really I... like triple a games i don't think... oh in triple a no in triple like, a you're everything's very like, double a you fucking careful. if you play babber is you we're doing anything mate well, <laughs> I, 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 I like it's no, not, it's not the same because I'm I'm lucky and of course everyone I work with is brilliant and knows everything about games. But there are definitely like ideas where you're like, I would not have come up with that in a room of game developers. But when you're talking to a filmmaker for a bit, they'll come out with something that you're like, yeah, why don't games do that? That does seem kind of obvious. You know what I mean? Like, and I think that's yeah. that's the magic. Yeah. That's one of the cool things about licensed games. It does put people in the room who are not often in the room or not always in the room. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Anyway, it's, yeah, it's kind of yeah. You are the one person who's sort of bringing that back, aren't you? I'm not alone. John there's a few. There's a few. And... Yeah. I, well, I, yeah. I, the I new like Robocop's it. apparently quite well done. That seems like a really good example as well. Maybe they've, they've had a really good production value as well. That game looks the part because they it? did. weren't they the people who did that? Like they did the, the good Terminator, Terminator game. game. Yeah. Yeah. Before that, they did an abysmal Predator game or something. Did they do a Predator game? They did. I swear they're the same people. Like, there was a game I remember playing going, this is absolutely fucking shit. And then they, took, basically, they took all that feedback. Killing Grounds, but I don't think that was the same dev. Is that the one you mean? It's like, a, it was like an was asymmetric so, multiplayer I remember, thing. I remember shooting... Fuck it, I'm going to look them up. I'm looking them up. I'm looking them up. <laughs> so we're doing our research live with you, we're doing, doing research. Live research. That's the one. Who the no, fuck? No, there's definitely, there's definitely some interesting opportunities with lights and stuff. I... It's a, for me, it's a nice way of getting in a room with creative, weird people that I would never get to talk to normally, and that can lead to yeah. good stuff. Yeah. All right. What's what have you? What did you? What did you do? What did you? Where, Rambo the video game. That was the one. Fuck oh, me. it's the Rambo. That is a glow up. Fair play. Yeah, that for, is a for Rambo. That studio has been on. Yeah. Wow. Rambo, oh, which was them. an on-rails shooter in the year 2000 and dear god, 14. <laughs> that, feels <laughs> like Ram- that feels like Rambo came out, the review scores hit, and someone went out in the rain and like vowed in front of God that they would get <laughs> this right next time. And this feels like, that feels like that's such a success, it feels like there must have been like revenge or a vendetta built into it like the concept <laughs> they wanted that they wanted to show the world they could actually do it i respect that yeah yeah uh, that very was cool. a terrible video game but yeah then the terminator one was good and apparently robocop's very good as well yeah i'm seeing i'm so seeing good things about good robocop games. i need to check it out um right yeah, now i'm too I mean, busy honestly... finishing spider-man and then midnight suns or um alan wake i haven't decided which one i'm going on to next after that Oh, I haven't played Alan Wake, uh, and I have, I played, the, I dabbled with Midnight Suns, but for some reason, during the gameplay, it runs fine on the Steam Deck, but during the cutscenes, it made my Steam Deck scream help. Oh, really? Um, oh, yeah, very at the processing for some reason during the cutscenes, and I'm like, uh, okay. It should definitely be the other way around, that's really interesting. Yeah, Nothing it should like, definitely be the other way around, that's why I was like, what are you doing? I don't... Right. But anyway, yeah, that was a... I gotta play that one. There's a lot of games, yeah. isn't there? There's too many games. You should, you should play... I know you don't, like, you don't give a shit about it, but you should play, like, indie games. Wait, oh, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Before I slide you off that. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa. Right. Mike. How dare you? There's indie games, and then there's, yeah. like, A, and then double A, and then triple A, right? Where are yeah. you on this now? Where do you say you sit? Are you I brushing still... up... 
Are you brushing up on A? Are you like, well, I get push on A? I, I think at the point where you're working on Disney IP, you can't call yourself indie. <laughs> I would I say. I mean, yeah. I, mean, I, would, feel, yeah, I would feel awkward. I would feel awkward referring. Well, I would say we're probably indie, but our games are not currently indie. I think that would be a reasonable distinction. Yeah. But we're, there's yeah, plenty of us now, so we're like a decent-sized studio. Well, I'll get you. Yeah. Um, Any jobs going? No, a, I guess. Say again. <laughs> nothing, nothing, fine. Uh, <laughs> you say get one of them to make a job button. Is that no, your I said, I said, have you got any jobs going? I'm just, you know, wondering. If you oh, I thought you said, oh, you got any jumps going? Um, no. 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 I just wondered if you had any. Just wanted to work on, you know, whatever you're doing next. Whatever Who knows what I'm doing next? Announced. Who knows what you're doing next? The thing that was Who announced. Knows? Sort of by accident. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you're AR A. Yeah, you're, you're up to A now. Oof, look at that. Probably. I don't know. I've never really understood those distinctions. Um, yeah. It, well, my yeah. thing is, if it costs more than like a hundred million, it's triple A. If I enjoyed it, it's double A. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if it feels like it's high budget, but you can see every now and then it's not. You know, you go, ah, eh, it's a double A. Yeah, Baldur's Gate's double A. Like, that's, you know, it's made by You think Baldur's and... Gate is a double A? Yeah, you know. It's only got fully voice lines for a million different possible I'm just things. looking down the camera lens in disbelief. I think, you know, I the general distinction for me Baldur's is, like, if Gate I play a game... Is double a. If Baldur's Gate is double A, the industry is screwed. Well, um... that's the thing, is that I play games and I'm like, I don't enjoy this. Yeah. It's triple A. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I'm like, you know... Oh, it's, yeah. it's fucking destiny or some shit. Oh, I don't know what this is. This fun? I don't. I don't. All right. You know, if you play a game and it feels like a, a psychologist was involved to make it addictive <laughs> over fun, I'm like, yeah, it's triple A. Uh, okay. They can afford that, can't they? See, this is this They're is not. why I don't necessarily think that the, the distinctions make sense. Um, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Literally, what you're describing. Muddy the waters. Muddy, muddy, muddy those, those waters. waters. A bit. Muddy those waters. Yeah. Speaking of muddy this... waters, um... whoa! I'm excited to see how you get into a segue with this. Yeah, I'm not sure. Unless you want to go back honest. to Takeshi's Castle, I could do that. To the Kenji's muddy, the muddy genetic waters of uh, two characters being combined, meaning two Vix, meaning yes. the two Vix episode of uh, of Lower Decks. You've you've finally jumped on a Lower Decks train. I have. I've watched. One episode of the Lower Decks, and it was an episode called Two Vix. And it was an episode which was... Uh... Pure fan service. <laughs> Pure, unadulterated fan service, to the point where if you uh, hadn't ever seen Voyager, I assume it was completely incomprehensible. Yes. And there's some deep cuts in there. Um... Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. I did love I mean, it. As soon as you see the little robots of the fucking threshold lizards, I'm like, all right. Yeah. I see what you do. I did We're doing see, the well, sex I, lizards. I... We're doing the sex lizards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, as soon as I. Because I, I didn't. I know nothing about this series of Star Trek. I'm not online. So I was genuinely surprised by seeing Voyager. Mm. That was a beautiful reveal for me, and I legitimately gasped and almost cried because I like starships and fuck all of you. Um, yeah, it's valid. It's, it's valid reaction, Voyager. 
it is it's, it is a beautiful it's, ship it's going to be i'm going to go i need to get the model kit having done my enterprise you, and my defiant is sat waiting I, I i am eyeing up there's a good voyager i need to get um did you wait yeah, the enterprise was, did you do the nx01 no i did um i did the strange new worlds all right enterprise. listen to me this is very important when you do the oh. nx01 yeah one of the kits allows you to add on the under nacelle, which wasn't in yes. the show, but was going to be in the fifth series. Add it on because it is the most beautiful ship in the world that way around. Okay. I will Stunning do that and I'll send you photographs when I do the NX01. I did nearly buy that kit. There's one you're talking about I saw in a shop a few weeks ago I didn't buy and I feel bad. But yeah, it was good. It had um, Spinal Tap Clown in it, which made me very happy. My favorite yeah. episode of Voyager is Final Tap Clown. <laughs> um, and I mean, like, I don't know if they got him in. in the holodeck. Yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah. That's so good. So, I, I mean, yeah, I, I'm trying to think of the deepest cut. Like, the whole solution was like, it's Neelix's cheese bacteria. I like that. Like, that's the I solution. The, I think probably the deep, well, the shallowest cut was um, the reference to that Pike thing we don't talk about, which was brilliant. <laughs> yeah. I like that a lot. It's, it's nice to know where these things happen in the canon. It's good to get the continuity, Between isn't it? Three and four. Yeah. It's good to get the continuity. Get um, the continuity in. We need that shit. Keeps us afloat. Keeps us nerds going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I thought it was, it was lots of fun. It was absolute nonsense, um, but it was a lot of fun. I, I enjoyed Rutherford immediately going, I want to see the bio-neural gel packs because that is a thing that only Voyager has and they yes. <laughs> fucking menace. They're terrible. Terrible, the terrible. Time. Poor choices. Poor Ensign Harry Kim immortalizes <laughs> Ensign in the uh, in the figures. Um, yeah, I mean I mean he did die and then no one really noticed or cared, including his best friend. Like, mm. Is that where he gets Voyager. swapped? Where they swap him out? Yeah. yeah. He di- Well, they, he dies, and then there's another Voyager, and they're like, oh, no, we're yeah. not going to survive. So they just steal that Harry Kim. Much the same Harry completely. Kim, yeah. And they're Good like, enough. yeah, that's the same one. I think Good there's like enough. one reference where he's like, I'm from another dimension, and then it's never mentioned again. Yeah, it's just complete retcon. And um, wave... Well, that's, I mean, that's that was so, because you're not online, you won't know the enormous controversy that's, that blew up in the Star Trek world, fan base world, oh. which is, which was the line, the joke about, like, Janeway just straight up killed that guy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the internet had opinions about that characterization. Yeah. And its lack of respect for Janeway's decision making. Um, but she did just straight up kill that nice, guy. Right? She just straight up killed that guy. <laughs> like, <Yeah. there's> no... <laughs> No, I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, she straight up killed that guy. Like that is literally that's the part of the episode. It's a. It was. It kind of. I. I it sounds like an episode that's kind of trying to define what Voyager was supposed to be, which hmm. is we make these moral choices as you do in Star Trek, but actually we're struggling, and we don't yeah. have the 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 privilege of the right choice here. So the captain steps up and makes the difficult one. Like, that's kind of what they were trying to do, but Voyager was always a bit too squeaky clean and it never really got battered. 
It should have well, just every season yeah, they... more and more damaged is the, the, the big thing I would have changed for Voyager. Just constantly have you read having that? It's... Have you read that 50-year mission book that I told you to read yet? No. What 50-year mission so, book? It's the one where the, the oral history of the production of Star Trek and the, the they they've got a whole you know big Voyager section, and that was the big that was the big thing was they were going to one hundred percent do the the like you know the absolute like horrific degraded ship that can't quite survive yeah. the conflict between Starfleet and Marquis, and they basically got negotiated down to uh, what's it called the. The bad year? No. What's the name of the 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 two parts where everything goes to shit? Oh, year of hell. Year of hell. That was gonna be a season. Yeah. That was gonna be a that was gonna be a season. They were gonna have the the, the Marquis Starfleet thing was gonna go for seasons as well. But basically, yeah, the studio was like, no, this needs to be. We've done that serialization bullshit on Deep Space Nine, and it doesn't seem to be working. So you're gonna do an episode a week show, yeah. and you're gonna like it. I mean, and that was unfortunately still the. Do... You could still do an episode of week show, just have the ship break down. But they didn't want that. They wanted they want squeaky clean next gen because they were using it to launch a um a new streaming service. not streaming service, new cable it's channel. Streaming service, yeah, that was a fucking it's <laughs> <laughs> a new cable channel they're trying to launch. Paramount's always used Star Trek because Star Trek people mm-hmm. sign up for services if they can watch Star Trek. So Paramount has always used these shows to try and get people to, to sign up for things. And Voyager was, yeah, I, it, was a, it was a UPN yeah. as one of the cable, one of the Paramount cable things. But yeah. yeah. It was Sega Channel. They let you yeah. download episodes of Voyager <laughs> over Sega Onto Channel. Dreamcast. Yeah. <laughs> Good times. Uh, Mega Drive. Sega Channel was Mega Drive. Download oh, games on the Sega Mega Drive. The future. That is the, that is the future of Slightly download ahead games. Of time. Slightly way ahead, ahead of, time. of its time. Died viciously little, because it was yeah. way ahead of its fucking time. But you know, it clicked up in there. It's all like fuck it. Um, yeah, it was really. Yeah, good. I liked it's, it's the thing episode. I liked about the two Vix episode was they didn't just stop at doing the thing again. They took it to a new extreme with yes. them with them rebelling and you know having the knowledge of the episode was quite fun. Yes, the the it's this is a this is I like, I think the first series of Star Trek where the the characters have seen Star Trek. Yes, like. Because they've all read all the the bits and pieces, and Janeway just straight up murdered that guy, and that's kind of like that's an important thing to take on is that Janeway yeah. just straight up murdered that guy. Um, yeah. That was a it's guy, the and then he was accepts that. Yeah, <laughs> but that's the thing. Like that's yeah. I always I always love that episode because it, it it made Janeway like the captain. Yeah, it, there wasn't there wasn't a solution. She didn't have a tool she needed to keep everyone else alive. There was no convenience out. Yeah. There was was no, we can sit down and, oh, look, we've made friends with Frengies earlier in the episode and they'll help us. There's none of that shit. You couldn't, I mean, there was, it was Voyager. It happened all the fucking time. But if that episode, (laughs) if everything in Voyager was like that, I think it would have been a better show. Mm. It's one of those things where you just hint at what the better shows be. But I I do enjoy the solution that Lower Decks came up with, which is basically just make them all beg for death. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> you can't murder someone who's asking to be killed. No, it's a decent, it's a it's a cop out, but it's a reasonable cop out. Um, it's a funny cop out, which is good for lower decks, but it is an absolute cop out. Uh, it's a sort of thing bit, where if two oh, weeks, the, the original episode didn't exist, you'd go, ah, oh, they waste the potential. 
yeah. the fact they were playing with the potential was uh, more of a fun And thing. also they were squeezing a lot of plot lines and character introductions into a 25-minute episode. Um, what do you feel yeah. about the new the new Vulcan? Lower I thought she'd been around for ages. Had she? Was she in the last season? <laughs> Pretty sure she's been around loads. Oh, I thought she was introduced in this episode. I've seen, because I've seen the whole series, I assume she was new in this season. I will back off from that. Um, sure. I'm probably wrong she, then. You should Google that because I don't want to. Because if she's, you know, she's yeah, let me have a quick, let me have a quick look for you. I do want to introduce a new segment. I do want to introduce a segment to the show. Yeah, the, the segment is what are they teasing, Dan? And because in each episode of this season, they're teasing something with a ship that blows other ships up. Spoilers. Yeah. What are they teasing, Dan? What do we think? What's our current theory? All right, so again, there's the Borg, who we had in this episode, <laughs> with the, the flesh... Look, it's always the Borg, right? I've learned this. We watched Picard for three seasons, right? It's definitely the Borg. It's always the Borg. I'm assuming it's uh, the, the Borg have evolved into, like, the I-Borg. I-Borg. Which is... Yeah, so they're all, like, a closed system... And they all listen to one thing. Oh, wait, hang on. That's just what the book became. Uh, but it's, I don't know. Shit, aliens. New aliens that go pew. Or rebellious bad things. Rebellious bad no. things. Yeah. The Marquis. That was. That was. What are uh, they teasing you with, Dan? Uh, it's a new <laughs> segment. And we'll go back to that every week. And it won't get boring. Um, it's going to be fun. <laughs> Uh, good yeah. stuff. Yeah. Good I enjoyed, yeah, no, so it was a ship that stuff. went, ooh, we're going to shoot you. And then it stood up a bit, Boba Fett ship. It was Boba Fett. It's a Star Wars crossover. That's what it was. It's a Star Wars crossover. Okay. Um, oh, I did not know that's who played Rutherford. I'm learning. You are learning. It was... It was... Uh, uh, it it's the the Borg have. <laughs> get, I'll get there. I'll get there. The Borg have uh realized that they're running really old. The Borg had uh, a Y two K right where they hadn't updated their systems enough, and all the Borg kind of shut down. So mm. the Queen took that opportunity to sort of revamp the Borg. Uh, and and sort of give them new kit and a new look, and now they're all sleek and white. And they and then this all ties into the that film with Will Smith and the robots. <laughs> I, it's it's amazing that you've absolutely guessed it, even down to the Will Smith connection. Yes, to Lynn, yes, to Lynn, to Lynn was introduced three episodes from the end of the last season. I completely forgot they did a little arc for her introducing her, but she's now a main cast member. I, oh, um, good. I like a Klingon. Well, Klingon, Falcon. I don't like Klingons. Boo, Klingons. I'm not Klingons. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see how your theory evolves as we go through the season and if you get it before <laughs> it happens. Um, Godzilla, right, is in yeah. space. <laughs> what are we doing next, Godzilla, by the way? Have you got a uh, Right, I've a decided to give you a choice of two. Okay, talk me through That's it. That's what I'm going to do going forwards. We're going to do a choice of two. Yep. Like, in this week. 
You can either watch the next film to sort of see how they would make a sequel to Godzilla. Yeah. Um, but know that they only spent eight months and it's absolutely shit. And for a very large portion of it, you re-watch Godzilla 1954 in silence. Okay. They put a projector on and then they play quite a lot of Godzilla 1954 and there is no sound of music. It's just okay. Or the film after that, which I'm pretty sure is after that, uh, King Kong versus Godzilla. Ooh. Which I think is... Uh, I'll be honest, it's not aged as well as 1954 in a lot of ways. And I think we'll enjoy discussing those lots of ways. I think, I think, I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go for King Kong then. Let's do King Kong. Okay, we'll, we'll do King Kong versus Godzilla. Uh, 19-something. So they've given a bit more time. More years have passed and they've let Godzilla settle and it's now coming back. Because King mm-hmm. Kong was before Godzilla, wasn't he? Yeah, he was before Godzilla. And then King Mothra Kong, yeah. King Kong is like... Early is it in well. the 30s? King Kong? Yeah, I'm gonna... Yeah. This is fucking... It was, was King Kong. I think it was like 30... 33. 33, yeah. That's amazing. Holy shit. Which I don't know if I've ever actually watched King Kong. The original? I've seen the King Kong puppet in a museum. Um... Or one of them. But I've not seen the original yeah. King Kong. No. Oh, 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 oh. Something I said wrong in the last episode, by the way. Go on. Of not this podcast, a different one. <laughs> yeah, this is the first episode said, of this podcast. I have no idea what you're talking I, about. I thought Mothra predated Godzilla, but Mothra doesn't. Mothra was many years after. Well, like five or six years after Godzilla, I believe. It's King Kong was the one that predated it, and I got my brain confused. That's okay. Yeah, I think I think King Kong versus Godzilla is a really interesting one to watch because it's kind of we leap to color, if I remember rightly, uh, and we kind of you know the feeling of this film because there's a lot of like Godzilla 1954, which is dark. There's a lot of really dark moments in that film of people that are just like screaming out in what looks like quite genuine anguish. Or, you know, the bit where the, the, the mum's cuddling her kids saying, it's okay, we'll be with daddy in a minute. <laughs> Which is just... There's a lot of that, right? In 1954's yeah. Godzilla. It's kind of a dark film. Just remember that when we watch Godzilla vs. King Kong. <laughs> and I don't mean to get all uh, foreshadowing on you, but it's uh, we're going to ramp up this Fast and Furious thing a lot faster. I think you should enjoy the foreshadowing because that was my favourite part. Hearing your slow descent into madness as Fast and Furious became ridiculous <laughs> was a defining experience of my life. Like I, I genuinely love that. So, well, I see. What's, what's good, good about this is this is like going to be changing gear because we'll have a really fast descent into madness and then we reset every three films <laughs> <laughs> and we'll just start again and then we'll start again and we'll kind of see. You know what's happening with it's yeah. I'm it's into yeah, it. It's Looking forward to it. It's a good, it's a good set of films. Some of them, and apparently the new one yeah. is fucking excellent. So got that to look forward to. Got a TV series we're going to probably start watching halfway through it, and there's this Doctor so Who thing that's going to be running. I've never heard um, of that show. I mean, it's quite good. Um, and we'll have a Christmas special, and we'll do. Ah, Mike, it's going to be fun. We'll record it on Christmas Day. No, we won't, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> K-Fabe, keep the K-Fabe. 
keep keep. It's like me and Ashen's record like Advent every day. We record I, it every I day. Do. Yeah, we I do. I always assume that you do. Yeah. Yeah. Got good. Got I my have, advent calendars believe, here. But... Literally, look, I'm hitting advent calendars. Right, do you want to hear this hear one? It. Be shaken. <laughs> <laughs> That's a hefty advent calendar. <laughs> yeah, it's all. Oh, it's all go. It's, it's all go. So yeah, that's. Uh, I think that's everything. We 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 uh, brand new podcast. You know, we're just filling each other out as hosts. Yeah, I, I think uh, I think any... I think we can carry on with this. I I, I don't yeah. dislike you. Yeah, not actively. <laughs> wow. Oh, that's yeah. it's really rare to hear that. Oh, that's, for me, yeah. I do. I I tend from to anyone. I tend to only insult you after we finish recording. I'll usually lay into <laughs> yeah. you for half an hour after we're done. No, normally hour. you lay into Disney. Oh, the things you've told me about Disney. Well, I'd like to apologise for my co-host there, Dan, who uh, who said some quite colourful things there and made up some things that, frankly, just just aren't true. Uh, and uh, yeah, we've decided. Uh, to call an end to the podcast for this week. We'll come back next week. Uh, but for now, thank you so much. And thank you so much for, to Dan, in particular, for staying quiet while I record this, uh, pretending that he is no longer here. Thank you, Dan. Thank you, audience. And most of all, thank you, Disney. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm.